International Living. International Living. International Living. International Living. International Living. International Living. International Living with your guide, Kristen. Join us for musings on life and love from the Italian countryside. On today's episode, we'll discuss the question, what is home? It's a conversation with my friend, Melinda Gallo, a well-known Florence resident, photographer, and author. Check her out on Instagram and Facebook and her website, melindagallo.com. And here I have with me today my friend, my wonderful friend, Melinda Gallo, uh, who very graciously <laughs> has, has given us, or me, her time today to, to do this first episode of, of this podcast. And so what we'd like to talk about today and what I thought would be a good topic is what uh, we live internationally and sometimes I think no matter where we are, wherever we live, there are times where we feel lonely. You know, we could even live in our own country and maybe miss something from home, wherever that is. And you could even live in the same city and maybe miss something from home. So the only difference is that we can't really go home wherever that might be and get a little taste of whatever it is we were missing, you know, because we're in a completely different area with completely different food and completely different everything. So what my question today is for Melinda is, okay, so when, when you feel like you're missing something or you're feeling maybe homesick or whatever you want to call it, missing something from from home, what do you do when you can't just jump on a plane? And clearly, some people jump on planes, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any friends who um, you know who get on a plane twice a year because that's what they need? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of people like that. Yeah, and that's how they that's how they handle it. Yeah, which is basically just I miss something, so I'm gonna shell out. Mm. Marin the thousand euro, <laughs> and then get it, whatever it is. Generally, when, when that happens, which is what I used to do, you go home and you realize you really didn't miss that. <laughs> you know? That's true, too. And then you say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I don't live here anymore. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, that happened to me. I don't know if it happens to you, and I haven't done that in a long time. So <laughs> I'm just talking about what happens to me. So I, I, you know, would go home and and get whatever fix I needed, whether it was the mall <laughs> or, yeah. you know, um, hamburger or whatever. Yeah. whatever it was it driving because I don't drive in Europe. So oh. I love going there for driving long distances from like L.A. to San Francisco or going along the coast. I just like that freedom of driving. 
Oh, yeah. so you would go home and, and rent a car or oh, grab somebody's I, car? California, I have to. <laughs> yeah. To visit family and everything. So that's okay. what I loved about it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, so here you don't have a car. No. Uh, and when's the last time you did that? Just out of curiosity. Two years ago. Oh, okay. So pretty recently mm. you went home. Yeah. So you, 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 do you rent a car or do you? Yeah, I rent a car. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I like the freedom. Yeah. And then where do you go? So from LA to San Francisco? Yeah. And back. <laughs> so I like going along the coast or going down the Central Valley. Depends mm. if I'm in a rush or not. But I love the I love going through Big Sur. Oh, that's yeah. One of my favorite so spots. Beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're giving me... Um, <laughs> memories mm. just totally coming back to me because I you know lived in Los Angeles for a while right. and and it would just the way I would escape that is jumping in my car and yeah. and just going you know north or south sometimes yeah. um or east sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> when Las Vegas was you know when I could stay up past 10 and um yeah so that's good yeah uh, so I don't know. Uh, so what do you do now? I mean, we can't, we can't do that. Right. Yeah, so, so the kind of the topic of today is how do you feel closer to home when, um, you can't go home? Hmm. I mean, I stay connected with people like my family and loved ones through phone calls and texts, but feeling the feeling I have from home, I think what I like is being in nature by myself because when I go to LA for example where I was born I there's something very calming about being in the same exact location where I was born even though I didn't grow up in LA there's something I don't know it's like I kind of like reassess my life in a weird way mm. and so when I go into nature I have that same tranquility and also strength that that I feel there's something like a balancing, I guess, it happens inside of me when I when I go into gardens by myself. Mm, mm. Okay, so where do you go? The bubbly garden, bubbly rose garden, iris garden, bardini, mm-hmm. <laughs> any garden. But I mean, unfortunately, that's my side of Florence. So I'm, I'm I live near a lot of gardens. I don't go on the other side to. Sometimes I used to run to um, Le Cascine, but. Um, mm. But there's still much more people there. So mm-hmm. it's it's not the same feel as being in like Boboli where you can be completely alone. At least you feel you're completely yeah. alone. And I don't come out to the countryside much, but I enjoy it. <laughs> I love seeing nature as is without, you know, anyone really taking care of it per se. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to come out more <laughs> often. So that makes you feel connected to L.A.? Yeah, I mean, it makes you feel at home. So, like at home in the world. I think I, uh-huh. I think my concept of home has shifted a little because before I would have said home is where my family lives, but they all live in different places, and my home is where I live. So, in a sense, I'm more home here. But there is something about being in in LA that's you know because everything is exactly how I know it. I know the language. Like, there's no questions about anything. I don't. There's nothing I need to learn when I go back to LA to California. There's nothing that you know. It's like here, I'm always learning new things, which is what I love about living here because it's very stimulating. But sometimes it's nice to kind of 
not be so stimulated. You know, it's <laughs> like I can I can speak the language. Anyone can talk to me. Anybody can say anything to me. I know exactly what's happening. And if I don't, I can easily, even though, I mean, I speak English. I mean, I speak Italian and French. It's still, it's really peaceful because I don't have anything that I wouldn't understand. Whereas yeah. here, sometimes we deal with dialect. We deal with accents. People have different vocabularies. There's a lot of different... Do you think it has anything to do with the way people look at you as, you know, as being not from here? So, I mean, I say that because that's how I feel, and I, it yeah. might be my um, insecurity speaking. So, yeah. you know, I don't feel as much in control yeah. because I know that they're thinking that I don't belong here somehow. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why sometimes it's a struggle to feel at home in a place when you know they don't think you're home, but you know you're home. So people ask me all the time, "Well, when are you going to go home?" And I said, "I am home." So for me, I don't, I don't understand. It's like where I came from isn't necessarily. It's a different home. Like I feel at home in Paris too, and I feel at home in Florence, and I feel at home when I'm in America. So it's, I think for me, my definition of home has totally shifted since I moved overseas. Because for me, it's wherever I am. That's my home. Mm. And so to get to that place of saying that, what what have you done? <laughs> what what inner work have you done? What makes mm. you feel? I think it's about making it my home. It's like I, I don't question it. I'm never saying, okay, if this doesn't happen, then I'm going to go back to the U.S. Or if this doesn't happen, I'm going to... It's like for me, I'm where I am. That's, you know, I'm in Florence, so... That's, that's to me is home. If I ever decide to move somewhere else, that will be home because that's, that's kind of how I, I kind of want, I don't know, it's where I feel the best is, is by really saying this is my, my home is wherever I am, mm -hmm. which is where nature is, where nature is the same everywhere in a sense of the energy of, you know, mother nature is working, whether it's a tree or a rose or, you know. Is that why you take a lot of pictures of flowers and roses? That's really to... That's my way of kind of honoring Mother Nature, like celebrating her beauty. And it's not just, you know, the most perfect rose or the most perfect tree or the most perfect pathway. It's whatever I feel in the moment, you know, like um, it's almost like inspired to be in connection with beauty. And it makes me really present with, with Mother Nature when I take pictures because I'm really looking at a detail and not all of it. I mean, I used to walk by flowers and go, oh, they're beautiful, and just walk by. Now I'm, like, looking at the different colors and the different shapes and which ones have, you know, are budding, which ones have, are not in season, which ones are, you know. And it's, it, I find it really fascinating. And that makes me feel at home in the world. So, in a sense, I'm home wherever I am because I can find, like, now I go to Germany sometimes and I go to parks there. And I, and I love seeing the trees. I love being around the trees. And it's just beautiful to see how time progresses in nature and how she just keeps thriving and so it makes you feel more grounded yeah wherever you are and that's what I feel being home is it's not because mm -hmm. I was born in a spot or I grew up in a spot because I was born in one place I grew up in another because all the people are all related to my home but I can still be in contact with them without being physically there I'm sure if we were around you know 200 years ago we wouldn't be able to do that right we wouldn't have any communication except through letters. And even when I began, I was only writing letters and phone calls were like a dollar a minute or something. Yeah. So <laughs> you couldn't just call people. Postcards. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I used to write a lot. Now I don't write to anybody. I just text people. Yeah. But, so that's changed things yeah. a lot. Yeah. Right. 
So for me, I mean, I miss people because I miss being around their energy. I mean, I like seeing them. I like talking to them. But being around somebody is very, I don't know, it's almost nurturing. Like family, loved ones. Okay. Yeah. So you, you make each place uh, your own. How about during this pandemic? This is this is why I kind of thought of this topic because mm. um, everyone is has been really forced to look at how they deal with things yeah. every day and to be in their own space and their own energy yes. and not have any influences from outside and it's been a blessing for me <laughs> because you know in Florence when it happened we were really it was really really busy all of a sudden after after uh, Valentine's Day. It was one of the weekends when I woke up and I was outside and I was just like, well, what day is this? Because it felt like Easter when our, when our season used to start, our tourist season, but it seemed to have just been like no stop, no end. And I don't know, sometimes it can be stressful because there's so many people around you and everybody wants to get to their location and you do too. And there's just stress of trying to navigate streets sometimes. And, you know, I mean living in Florence now, I kind of don't see them. I don't see the, the, the tourists as much because it's kind of like, it's this mass and then you, you already know which way to go. So you, you know how to manage it, but sometimes it's the energy you can't get away from. And the pandemic really, it helped me like really realize that I'm not really stressed out at all. It was all this energy for all these people, you know, because everyone has to get somewhere and do something and buy something. So yes. it was, it was nice to really just kind of be, you know, just take a breath. And I think a lot of people that I talk to have really, in, they enjoyed the, the time, the time to come down because it was, yeah. it was just a little too, too much. Yeah. Well, that's, um, I, I'm sure I told you this before when we had spoken. That's why I just cannot live in Florence. It's just talking about energy. It's just like, it's just yeah. too much for me. Um, yeah. all the time, just new people coming in yeah. out in, in the way um, I'm kind of addicted to my car just because of <laughs> how I grew up and, yeah. and, you know, I've always had a car and, um, it, it's just, you can't drive in Florence and yeah, it's, it's, uh, connected to that, the, what we started to talk about at the beginning freedom, you know, yeah. in Florence, I feel like there's just, it's like you're in a valley yeah, and it's just like, there's all this energy and it's just, it's like not going, it's not yeah. Raising out of the Sometimes rising out of the valley, valley. That's why a lot of times I would get up early in the morning because yeah. it's really peaceful. It people don't realize how quiet it is because it's it's amazing. Like I've taken so many pictures in all over Florence with nobody because it's empty. Mm, in the morning, even even at like eight o'clock, it's yeah. empty. And people think you know it's rare. It's every day. It's like that in the morning. It, it the city doesn't the tourists don't come in till later. So maybe nine ten. And people who work are about the same time. And, you know, they're not driving through anymore. A lot of the streets since the pandemic have become um, pedestrian. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> when they come back. Yeah, when some people, go, I mean, a lot of people have come back. But a lot of streets have been now are pedestrian. So there's less and less driving in town. And they, they said, I think I read somewhere about there being even more pedestrian streets and fewer. Oh, really? Fewer capabilities to drive through. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And so... You know that 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 that's going to be an added bonus for uh, for everybody. You know, and um, yeah, I, I uh, have been to Florence since the pandemic, and I loved it. I was like, 
a different city to me completely. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I different. could even live here with feels... you know without all of those. I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of tourists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. A lot of Florentines that I've talked to, they said. The problem was we couldn't really get used to this. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I don't even know if we're going to be able to deal with it when we open it all back up. It's going to be interesting to see how it works out because um, you get used to the peacefulness. You know, it's like if you're in a stadium and you hear this noise and, and then all of a sudden you go home and you have quiet. It's like all of a sudden you notice, wow, it's really nice to be quiet because to go back out to that, you're like, I don't know if I want that. Maybe the same, but lower, hmm. you know. I mean, I'm sure it's it's in most of our tourist cities, like even Venice too. I think they're, I think they're they've they've had you know cruise ship issues, which we had too. We just didn't have the ships in near our near Florence, but they would just be bussed in, bus loads and bus loads. When I go running, they used to I used to see them drive up along the Arno, so or yeah. the Piazzale Michelangelo. So, um, and it's not so much that people come and go; it's that it, it was just a number. I think it was just. And and most people weren't staying for, you know, they would go check things off their list and not really go to a restaurant, have time to walk around. One of the cruise ships companies, they asked me if I wanted to write an article about Florence for them. And I said, I really don't, if they don't have free time, then I have nothing to tell them because they can't, they have no free time to like spend four hours doing something. Because if you're just going to go see certain sites, then you could just stay in the group. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, it's like that's there's two different ways to travel. That's why when I travel, I like to stay for a long time somewhere. I don't I don't appreciate a weekend as much because I feel like it's just a it's just a sample, and I like to kind of have a full meal in a location and not bits and pieces. Yeah, I agree. That's probably I would assume why Florentines have this way of they say that they're closed, closed people, but. You know, my my feeling is that just from years and years of people coming in and going out, then it would be natural that you're yeah. you're you're not going to be so open. That's true to to people. I think they're most. I would probably say they're they're probably more. How would say diffidente in uh, in English? Untrusting, distrusting. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. For me, by the way, I think of diffidente is kind of like you kind of keep to yourself, and everyone kind of they don't they don't open up, but they're not trying to close up they just don't want to open up to other people sometimes which I totally understand because because it's um people coming in and out and you know you want to if you have a relationship with someone you want to have a bond and you can't just do that if if they come for three hours and leave and they they never come back yeah yeah so I can understand I mean I'm not purely open to everybody I just you know I keep to myself and if if that happens it has to be a natural relationship that's created with a person and not forced you know they have to be open to everybody because that's that's not even feasible really yeah right exactly you couldn't you couldn't do that and stay sane yeah so we kind of um deviated from the original topic Uh, no it's fine but um i i know you you do yoga and meditation Uh, is that a way that you feel like you found you've created a relationship with Florence with Mm. yourself with where you live does it make you miss Mm. where you grew up less that's a good question I don't really I don't know I don't think I, I I'm not someone who likes to miss anything which doesn't mean I like to have everything with me. I just don't like the feeling of missing something because then I then then I'm in that space, and for me, it's 
it's not a happy space. So I know that certain things I, I, I don't eat, for example, because I only eat them in America. I miss them in a healthy way, but not in a way where I'm thinking about it all the time and my life isn't complete. Uh, I think we, we're coming to the conclusion that wherever, uh, after a while, because I think you've been living here for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after a while. Too. Me too. Yeah. 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 Although at the beginning, I went back and forth. But yeah. When was the first time you came here? What year was it? 97. 97. Mm -hmm. And mine was 99. <laughs> was it 99? Yeah. January of 99. So it was just 99. No, when it was September. <laughs> mm. But I was only here for September two is years. better than January. Imagine <laughs> arriving in January. It's the dumbest yeah. month to arrive, right? I guess February could be worse. Yes. Yeah, but I was like, I thought I was going, like this, in my mind, I thought I was going to live in a little house. Like in Sicily, you know, like <laughs> with the grandmother that was going to like make me pasta every day. And like I would, you know, walk on the dirt road to school. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And it was going to be really warm because yeah. I'm going to the Mediterranean. Yeah, that's right. I thought it would be warmer. I mean, it was warm in September, so I shouldn't yeah. say that. It was very warm. And that's I remember great. I just <laughs> brought this really light rain jacket. And... <laughs> Coming oh from California. Oh my gosh. And it was just so dumb. You know, I was just thinking how my perception of even what I was, where I was going was so off. And then it's funny because I will speak to people who are going to come to do maybe one of our programs mm. and, and they will be thinking that they're coming to like the Bahamas <laughs> yeah. or something, you know? <laughs> it's true. You know, it's it's going to rain. Yeah. You're like, really? That's <laughs> true. So, yeah, so basically, home is is anywhere. Home is how you feel. It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Home is how you feel uh, with yourself. Exactly. That's, yeah. I take home with me. It's in, you know, inside of me, that, that feeling of home, belonging to the world, which means we belong everywhere, and I guess in a sense nowhere, but I don't... I don't have attachments, I think. That's maybe the difference. I don't think I have an attachment to any place. Even though I love Florence, I consider it home. If somehow, somewhere, I, in some way I would, I would move somewhere else, then I would. And Florence would still be with me, but, you know, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Well, we were just saying before, um, as we were cooking our lovely lunch, <laughs> um, maybe another way is through food. Yeah, that's true, too, yeah. You know, which is really nourishing. It actually enters your body. Yeah. And it brings you know, up memories. It brings of, up memories. Of the different times. Definitely. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So that's what I would say after 20 years <laughs> of doing this, right? Yeah. That's probably how we all feel a little bit closer yeah. to home. Just if we find something we can't, we normally eat in our, in our home, in our previous, you know, home. It, it brings back nostalgia from that time of your life. It could have been in your childhood. I mean, that's why I think we can connect to, to that part of our lives. And not just through the scent, but through everything, through the tasting and smelling and seeing something that we had in childhood, maybe, that connects us to our location. Just like if I'm sure, you know, there's things that I eat that are French because I used to live in Paris. And I think, oh, gosh, I love this so much because it's, it really reminds me of my time when I was in Paris. Yeah. You know, eating yeah. certain desserts and croissants. Right, and the croissant in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
So, you know, it's it's great when it brings back you know fond memories of a location without bringing in any of the sadness of not yeah. being in that place, but just the positive side of it. That's funny. That's yeah, I had never thought about that, mm. but it mm-hmm. always brings in a positive memory. Yeah, right. Absolutely. The the scent of of the food. Yeah. That's really interesting. Hmm, I'm going to have to research that and see see what I'm supposed to know from my Ayurvedic <laughs> studies yeah, really. about that. Good. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, talking to yeah, me. this was fun. And hopefully we can do it again yeah. sometime. Love it. Um, and thank you if you guys made it this far. <laughs> thank you for listening. And we'll be back next time with some other fun topic (laughs) as yet to be determined. (laughs) (laughs) Ciao! Thank you.